It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver. Today, I just want to talk about some possibilities for the Washington Wizards looking to trade up some trade scenarios if they do the sacramento kings have been heard around the league that they're looking to trade pick four for veteran help also want to talk about the nba playoffs and talk about some combine standouts let's get to it you are locked on wizards your daily washington wizards podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day. Just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, last podcast, I said um, that I wanted to talk about the playoffs and I just didn't get a chance to get to it. Um, but last night we saw the Warriors basically take over against the uh, Dallas Mavericks, and they're up to a 3-0 lead. And it looks like it's either going to be a sweep or a gentleman's sweep, in my opinion. I don't see it going past six games. Like, I don't see any chance of that happening. I don't see it going past game five in Golden State. Um, it looks like they, they just took the, the heart and the air out of, out of, the, out of the building in Dallas. Um, they had The Mavericks had a great run, man. For the roster that they have, you look at that roster – Luka Doncic is just incredible. He really is. And he's able to elevate teammates and make guys better, um, create open shots for guys like Dinwiddie and Bertans. Dinwiddie had a solid game for the most part. 26 points. Bertans had two points, which is in line with, with what Bertans did with the Wizards. Um, Cedric Dinwiddie's been very inconsistent for the Dallas Mavericks. There'll, there'll be games where he'll have four points, he'll have five points, two points, and then he'll go for like 30 or 25 or 26 like he did last night. Um, Reggie Bullock. At zero points, zero for 10, 0 for 7 from the field, 0 for 7 from the three-point line, 0 for 10 from the field, and played 40 minutes. He almost had a Davies Bertans game where it's like 0, 0, 0, 0 across the board and more fouls and points. Uh, he had four fouls and zero points, four assists, four rebounds. But what stood out to me was that Andrew Wiggins dunk on Luka Dodgers. Oh, my goodness. And they tried to take the dunk away. They tried to call an offensive foul, which I was going to be very upset if they called that an offensive foul. I get why, because the forearm was out a little bit. But, no, that was, that was a straight-up poster posterizer and who mixtape Andrew Wiggins back in 2013 2014 when he was in high school that was the athleticism that was the Andrew Wiggins that people expected when he was coming out of Kansas that was the type of dunk and then he had a putback dunk that was ridiculous so he had a putback dunk with the left hand he was on the left side and he was like drift his body was drifting over to the right and he still found a way to just rise up and dunk it and put it in the rim and there were times where you could see the Warriors just hunting and attacking Luka defensively they were just looking for him. They kept going at him and going at him, and he is a liability defensively, and the Warriors looked at that weak leak defensively. I mean, Lucas all-world offensively, but defensively, you can definitely target him and go at him. So his supporting cast didn't help him much. Brunson, Jalen Brunson, who I hope the Wizards do take a look at it free, uh, in free agency for the point guard position, which is not highly likely, in my opinion, to get him. But he had 20 points last night. Finney Smith, Dorian Finney Smith had nine. Bullock had zero. Kleber had zero points in 25 minutes, zero for five from the field, zero for five from the three-point line. 
Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, 26 points, and Frank Nicotina butchering his last name, zero points. So the sporting cast, they had guys, they had two guys play 25 minutes plus and not score anything between Kleber, Kleber and Bullock. Two guys putting up donuts and they played 25 minutes. That's really hard to do. Um, but yeah, the Warriors, there's just a deep team, man. Jordan Poole, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins now. It's just a perfect spot for him. Even even former Wizard Otto Porter, he's carved out a great role for him on that roster. He got injured. Um, and Looney, Looney plays well off, you know, playing off of Steph and Clay and Draymond. Looney had nine points. Clay Thompson had 19. Steph had 31. I mean, Steph was just being Steph, five for 10 from three point line. Um, yeah, this is night night for the Mavericks. They had a great run. Um, and that's it. Uh, and then tonight we have the Heat and Celtics. Um, if you're looking at Bet Online, I got the this is in Miami. I'm sorry, no, this is in Boston. I'm gonna say Boston ties it up. Tyler Hero, Tyler Harrow or Hero is not going to play tonight. That was announced um by the Heat. He's not gonna be playing tonight, he's going to be out. Um, so I got the Heat beating the Celtics. The Celtics, they kind of I'm not gonna say they choked the, the game away, but they came back. Jason Tatum got injured. Marcus Smart got injured. They did their Paul Pierce impression. They came back in the game. Still wasn't enough. There was a lot of turnovers down the stretch by Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Victor Oladipo, another guy who I think the Wizards should definitely take a look at in free agency. I made a video before, podcast before, about targeting Victor Oladipo. The thing is, it takes two to tango. Is Victor Oladipo going to want to come to Washington? He's from PG County. He went to high school in PG County. Got all the connections there, but does he want to come to D.C.? Does he want to leave that situation in Miami? where they're a championship contender and who knows how much, you know, what kind of contract he's going to get. That's, that's the conversation too. You know, how much is he going to get paid coming off of some injuries, missing a lot of games in the last two to three years? You know, how, how, what is his con- what is his contract looking at? But best case scenario, he fits really well with the heat culture. He, he just does. If the wizards can get him, that would be a win. Um, if they can get him for the mid-level exception, which is what the wizards most likely could afford for him, the full mid-level exception of ten and a half million dollars, that would be excellent for the Washington Wizards. A guy who is just defensive minded, can score, can score at all three levels. You see what he did with the Pacers and with the Rockets. And he's he's put up points for the um Heat as well. He's been able to score for them too. You know, they're not calling on him to, to be the scorer that he was with the Pacers, of course, but he can go in there and score and get a basket coming off the bench. He had five points last game, but it didn't matter because defensively he was just stifling, seriously stifling. Defensive, he had four steals. He had four steals and five points. As many steals as points almost. So that's his role. That's what he does, and he does it well for Miami. So that's it for the playoffs. I have the Celtics winning tonight, tying it up two to two, and then I have the Warriors sweeping the Dallas Mavericks and sending them home. So let's get into on Wizard stuff. I do want to get about trading up. I don't have any sources or anything. I haven't heard any anybody, any Wizards beat reporters, or anybody saying that the Wizards are most likely to trade up. I think they're most likely to trade back or trade the pick for a veteran point guard, in my opinion. That's what I see the Wizards most likely doing. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of buzz on Wizards social media about wanting to, I would I would like to trade up for Jaden Ivey if we could, of course. I would love that. But um, I do want to get to some scenarios. And, of course, historical trade-up trades that I think could make sense for the Wizards and kind of gives you a gauge on how the Wizards could trade their pick 10 and move up to a 4 or a 6, maybe to 8 or maybe to 9. If there's somebody that they really like, at nine and you feel like the team in front of you is going to take that guy you know there's there's a there's histories and trades where pick 11 has been traded for pick 10 so i'm going to talk about a trade that historically came up in that and some trade scenarios maybe with the kings that the kings would want that would entice the kings or other teams like the pelicans to move back in the wizards trade up but before we do get into that this episode is brought to you by 
Price picks. Price picks is super easy to use. You pick two to five players in an over under on their projection. You can win up 10 to 10 times on an entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Price picks offers any property you can think of from points, score to rebounds, or even steals. Um, tonight, Jimmy Butler, you can take the over on his points. Combined with the under on Jalen Brown's points, you could do something like that. And Prize Picks doesn't just offer NBA; they have options on the co- on college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. Users get fifty dollars for free if a player in your first Prize Picks entry scores a single point, but you must use code NBA. That's right; this is an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use code NBA fifty dollars for free. If a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point. So make sure you guys check that out this episode. I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Make sure to go check out Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, a.k.a. Mavs Draft, the guy who's been on the channel many times before. Um, basically has been like a co-host. Also Sam Ferris and Leif Thulin giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA draft, mock draft, players' rankings, and, of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so I'm going to read. This is the um, report that has been circulating around that um, league executives believe that the Sacramento Kings want to trade their fourth pick for a win-now player. This is from Sacktown Royalty, which is a verified account on Twitter. So the league executives league executives reportedly believe the Kings will trade the number four pick for a win-now veteran. Um, that's been reported by other sources as well, you know, beat reporters. Um, but I, 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 could, I could clearly see that. I could clearly see that happening. You know, the Kings, they just traded for DeMontis Sabonis. They traded away Halliburton for him. They're building around Fox and DeMontis Sabonis. They have Harrison Barnes. They haven't made the playoffs since, wow, what the Chris Webber days. It's been a long time. It's been a long drought. Um, they haven't even made the plan. You know, the plan's been around for two years, but still, they haven't made postseason basketball in that amount of time. And I think they're just desperate and, and kind of thirsty to make some postseason basketball. I mean, everybody is, but they really, really are trying to push their chips in. And in my opinion, for the Kings, I would not trade pick four for a veteran. I would stay there and most likely most likely it's gonna be Jay Ivey. And even though you still have De'Aaron Fox, Jay Ivey and De'Aaron Fox, that's two super uber athletic guards who can get to the basket anytime they feel like it. Have the that would be the one of the most explosive backcourts. And you still have Davion Mitchell too. So you kind of would have a long jam log jam at that guard spot. 
Or you could go with Shaden Sharp, who has super, super potential there at pick four. Didn't play at Kentucky, but was elite in high school, had elite numbers at the EYBL. Um, I have some numbers from for Shaden Sharp here, how he played in the in the EBL. And Shaden Sharp compared himself to Bradley Bill, his game at um, the NBA Combine this past weekend. Um, during the EYBL, Shaden Sharp shot 40% from three. Had seven points per game on pull-up jumpers, and he led the Peach Jam at seventy-two percent at the basket. Finished at the, he's super athletic. There's a report saying that he has a forty-nine-inch vertical, which is hard to believe. But my goodness, he can jump out of the gym. So they have options. Like, do you trade a bright future for a win-now mode? Maybe like a guy like a Kuzma. I already said on lottery night, the proposal that I would give the Kings is Kyle Kuzma and pick ten. I wouldn't really give much more, but the Kings are probably gonna. Most likely decline, but the the reason why you know Kuzma's name is brought up so much is because the Kings have had interest in him for years, and the trade with the Lakers and for Buddy Hield, Kyle Kuzma said it himself. He thought he was going to Sacramento. He said that in press conferences when he came here. So that's why Kyle Kuzma, his name is being floated around a lot. So um, here's some context here. So a couple years ago, the Timberwolves traded pick eleven and Dario Sarge to the Phoenix Suns for the number sixth pick. Um, so that that's more in line where we would trade Kuzma pick 10 for pick four. Now they the Timberwolves they moved five picks up to the sun to get to the Suns pick at six. Um, so I think that's that's more realistic in line with us, but I still think the Kings they might they might take that pick, honestly. They might take Kuzma in pick 10 for uh pick four. They they just might. I think that's something that they they pick up the phone and listen to it, but I think ultimately, ultimately, they decline. Decline. Excuse me. Now the next trade is the Clippers traded. Um, I'm sorry, the Hornets traded pick 12 and two future second round picks to pick 11 for Shea Gilgis. And the Clippers ended up picking Shea Gilgis. The Hornets ended up picking Miles Bridges. So that was a that was a good trade in my opinion. Miles Bridges is a good player. He's looking for a contract extension this year or, or a contract. He's gonna he's hitting free agency. He's been a good player out of Michigan State. He's been he's played really well. He's super super athletic, one of the best dunkers in this game. He's improved his outside shooting, his mid range shooting. He's become a really really good player, more than just a starter. He's he's a really good player. Shea Gilgis, I mean, I think one day he's going to be an all star. He's been a, he's been a great point guard so far, a great combo guard out of Kentucky. He's you know made it to the playoffs with OKC with Chris Paul. Um, and he's you know he, he's he's just got a contract extension of five years. I want to say he's got almost a, basically a supermax deal of contract extension last year. Um, so Shea Gilgis, SGA, has been a, a great player. I think he will be an all-star pretty soon. Still very young. So that's something that the Wizards, I think, that's more realistic than trading up for four. And like I said, if we get pick four, I'm running up to the podium. If Jaden Ivey still is there, pick four, I'm running up to the podium and pick a Jaden Ivey at four. If the Wizards are capable of making that trade up from pick 10, 10 and Kuzma for Ivey, I'm 110% doing that. Um, let's see here. So... Right now, where I could see, I could go on Tankathon and see who's in front of us. The team that's ahead of us is is the uh, San Antonio Spurs. So, what what would really entice the Spurs to move back one spot? But for the Wizards, like let's say Benedict Mathurin. So, I'm I'm on Tankathon in the mock draft is saying Benedict Mathurin or Matherin is at pick nine. Obviously, I think Mathurin is the best case scenario for the Wizards. And if the Wizards fall in love with Benedict Mathurin, the workouts are supposed to start up pretty soon. Uh, individual workouts or, or workouts for teams. And their facilities are starting to are start are going to be starting soon, and they fall in love, in love with Benedict Mathurin. 
and he's there at pick nine, but you feel like the Spurs really, really like him, then, hey, I'm picking up the phone. I'm calling him. I'm saying, hey, we'll give you pick 10. We'll give you a couple second-round picks, just like what the trade uh, with the Hornets just did with the with the Clippers, and we get Benedict Mathurin at pick 10. I, I would do that 10 times out of 10. I think that's an awesome, awesome trade right there. Um, so those are the trades that I found that could kind of match. To get some more context, you see – the Hawks traded number eight, pick number eight, pick 17, and pick 35 to the Pelicans for pick four, number 57, a future second round pick in Solomon Hill. Um, with that draft, they picked DeAndre Hunter in that draft. The Hawks ended up trading, they hit, they ended up getting DeAndre Hunter in that in that trade at pick number four. Um, I could look up the other picks, but I don't have them right now. But like I said, ultimately the big name in that in that trade was pick number was pick number four for DeAndre Hunter. So that just gives you some context what they had to give up to move up from number eight to number four. Now they got some other things back, but they traded two first round picks in a second to move up to number four. They got a second round they swapped second round picks and they got um Solomon Hill who's okay who's a bench rotational player. So um but yeah if we can move up for Jaden Ivey, I think that's something you certainly have to consider. Like I said before, Chris Miles, he was talking on Team 980, who was on NBA TV, and said the Wizards should do what it takes to move up for Jaden Ivey. I think he's a guy that can really change this franchise. I think he is the best first step in college basketball. I think he's the most explosive player in, in college basketball. I think he has the best change of pace and change, change of direction. You look at some of the highlight dunks, the way he's able to create for others and get guys uh, involved, like Trayvon Williams, the big seven-footer, for uh, Purdue as well, um, I, I think he he just he just checks all the boxes for me. He improved shooting from the three from his freshman year as well. I know he struggled from the mid range and knocking down some jumpers, but a lot of a lot of uh, scouts are comparing him to John Morant, also to Russell Westbrook. I just see the athleticism and the explosiveness there. So I pick four. Obviously, you would be getting Jaden Ivey or Shaden Sharp, but for me, it would be Jaden Ivey, and I think he's a game changer. And somebody who, who who's going to be a number one option in the NBA. I think he's going to be an all-star for years to come. But he just has stuff that you can't teach. Athleticism, the crossovers, the ball handling, the in and out, spin moves, step backs. And he gets to the free throw a lot. He shot five free throws uh, per game, which is really what stood out to me. And for the NBA, it just shows how much he can create on offensively. Um, and it shows the, it just shows the creativity and the offensive prowess as well that he can – you know, create contact and finish through context. 22, he was all Big Ten 2022, Big Ten all freshman team as well. 2022, all Big Ten tourney as well. I know he lost to St. Peter's, but I, I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less about that game. I'm actually a little, I'm, ha I'm happy because it, dra it dropped his stock a little bit. But yeah, 5.8 free throw attempts per game. That just shows how much you get. You can get to the basket and get to the 32% of his shots were at the rim. So it shows how much he gets downhill and gets to the basket. So he, he would be a game changer for any franchise he goes to. So um, but let me see if I have one more trade proposal here um, for the Wizards. And, of course, you got to keep in mind that Bradley Bill wants out. You know, is, is that a destination he want to go to? If he if he decides he doesn't want to come back, would he do a sign and trade with the Kings? Is that somewhere where he wants to go to? Um, you know, we've heard the Sixers in Miami, but, you know, why would he want to go to Sacramento? So it's up to him on that. We can't just say, hey, we want to trade you Bradley Bill for pick four. That's not how it works. Would that be a destination for him? But, there, you know, he wanted to play with DeMontis Sabonis. There were reports that he wanted to team up with him on the Wizards, but we weren't able to get him. So, but um, you guys can comment below any Sacramento King trade ideas that you guys have. Um, would there be a mix of a Coos and Rui in 10 or a Coos and 
Kispert or Denny and Kispert or Denny and Rui or KCP and and Rui and Ten, you know, you guys can, you know, play GM and, and see, you know, it's that time of year. It's that time of year with the draft coming up. But I do want to get to some draft combine standouts real quick, and then we'll wrap up for today. NBA draft combine was this past weekend. There's some guys that definitely stand, stood out that I really think move themselves up into the first round or early second round that I think I helped the Washington Wizards. But before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. The ever-increasing numbers of makes and models is now impossible to, for your local chain auto parts store to stock with the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating question like, is your Odyssey an LX or EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Choosing the only brand their ha- warehouse happens to carry, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how, about, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so other than just the Pelicans, I feel like there are some other teams I forgot to mention here. So let's say the the Pelicans, I mean, other than the Spurs, just you know, swapping 10 and 9. I think p- trading pick 10 to pick 8 for the Pelicans, if they want to take the 10th pick of the draft, and two second rounders, two future the second round this year, and then a future second rounder. I think that's doable. Moving up to seven or six, then yes, the Blazers. Yeah, you you have to attach a player. So let's say like AJ Griffin. The Wizards really like AJ Griffin, and he falls to six or seven. Let's say he falls. He's he's around six or five right now. Keegan Murray, Shaden Sharp, are those guys in that area? Dyson Daniels a little bit in the top ten. I've seen Dyson go in the top ten to all the way to twenty. Um, Jeremy Sohan is the tankathon mock draft pick for the Washington Wizards now. I picked 10. Tari Eason has been mocked to the Wizards a lot as well. Johnny Davis, the, the Wizards interviewed Johnny Davis, but he's at pick 12 for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But yeah, if you want to move up to pick eight, don't forget about the Pelicans. Maybe pick 10 and two second round picks could be enticing. Um, AJ Griffin uh, is, is being mocked to the Blazers. So let's say he falls to seven. Maybe you want to get on the phone with the Blazers too and see maybe you say pick 10 and one of the young three guys between Rui Kispert and Denny, and you really like A.J. Griffin, you get pick seven, you can pick A.J. Griffin. So those are some things you want to think about, too. But like I said, I think it's probably a 5% chance the Wizards trade up. But you want to think about all scenarios going in, into the NBA draft. So, all right, let's see here. So guys that stood out to me from the combine, just from watching myself and reading some articles, you know, listening to some recaps of the NBA, of the NBA draft combine, Terquavion Smith out of NC State. Now, he is a bucket getter. He's a three-level scorer. Some people are comparing him to J- J- uh, Jordan Poole from the Warriors. He's six foot four, 160 pounds. Freshman can shoot the lights out. Shot 30, 36% from the three-point line, 70% from the free-throw line, 16 points per game, four boards per game, 39% from the field, which is, in, which is not great, but um, the guy can play. The guy can hoop. He's had multiple games where he's had 30 points. At 30 points against Florida State, 
20 points against UNC. Um, and the scrimmages, he had 17 points. He was able, he was filling it up. I mean, pulling up, hitting threes, hitting threes from deep, um, beyond NBA range, three-level score, could get to the basket. It was also creating for others as well. He had some big games. He had 34 points against UNC as well. Now, NC State, they weren't a great team this year. Had 27 points against Wright State, but – um, like I said, I, I like I like guys who are microwave scorers. That's why I like Jaden Hardy a lot. Guys who are isolation scorers who can get to the basket and, and can create a shot for themselves. I don't think the Wizards have really drafted a guy like that in a while. And um, taking a swing on him now, pick ten is very very high. But if they do trade back with the Bla- with the Spurs to pick twenty and twenty five, I would not be mad at him at twenty five or pick twenty. I think he would be a steal. I think he's going to be a steal. Kind of. People compare him to Bones Highland as well. The way Bones Highland is a three-level score is very shifty, a lot of crossovers, moves where he can create separation and get guys off balance, a lot of step backs uh, where he can score. And, and, and Terquavion Smith is very athletic, very bouncy as well. So same thing with Bones Highland. He's very athletic. And they both finish through contact very, very well. Uh, Andrew Nim- Nimhard, I'm just going to go quickly. Andrew Nimhard had 26 points and 11 assists. 11 assists played for, played for Gonzaga. Play with Drew Timmy. Uh, I'm not sure if he played with Rui at the time, but he's a he's a good young point guard, or he's you know he's on the older side, uh, upperclassman. But he had 26 points and 11 assists. Played very well in the combine. He's kind of in that second round undrafted range, so keep an eye on him in the second round. Um, Iverson Mullinar is super athletic. I watched him play out of Mississippi State. Um, he can score. He can get buckets. Not not a great shooter, but he's a point guard. Um, and he can, he's very shifty and super athletic. That's he, he really popped when I was watching him. He could get to the basket very, very easily. 17 and a half points per game, three assists per game, and three boards per game. So, super athletic, really can finish above the rim as well, too. So, um, I, I liked him a lot when I was watching him. Ryan Rollins, who went to Toledo, he's super athletic, a young point guard, too. Jalen Williams has been getting a lot of buzz out of Santa Clara. He had 19 points and it was seven for eight from the field. Um, two for two from the from the free throw line as well. Um, so Jalen Williams from Santa Clara, Santa Clara is a guy you really have to watch out for. He's rising up boards. I mentioned him last last episode where I compared him to you know how Kevin Herter made that rise in the draft combine where he was Kevin Herter was deciding on whether I sh- he should come back to college, but he played really well in the scrimmages. And this guy Jalen Williams um, had a, has a forty inch vertical as well, so he's shooting shooting up the draft boards. Um, Kofi Coburn out of Illinois had 11 points and 11 rebounds in the first half of one of his games at one of the scrimmages. Um, he's just a big guy, man. He's a big behemoth. He, he's just huge. And the Wizards don't have that at the center position. And if they can get him in the second round, that'd be a solid pickup for me because Gafford's a wiry, lean guy. Porzingis is a lean guy. I think we just need an enforcer, kind of a guy who's who can bang down low in the post and can be physical. And I think Coburn gives you that. Coburn, he might have a couple of games in the G League his freshman year, but just the strength and the aggressiveness and the chip and the edge that I see in him where he can just body guys and push guys around and, and fill up rebounds and just be, you know, anchored down low in the post defensively as well. He's not going to move his feet. He doesn't shoot threes or stretch the floor or anything like that, but he's he's huge, man. He, we just need a guy with some strength um, down low in the post. And I love Gaff and I love KP, but, you know, he just brings something different to the table at that big man spot. Um, Mark Williams tested well from Duke. Tari Eason measured well. He didn't play any of the scrimmages. Tari Eason measured well, Was looked athletic, um, tested really well. Dyson Daniels had a good combine as well. Made a lot of threes in the um, shooting drills. They were wide open, which I don't take too much stock in. But once again, Dyson Daniels is a guy to keep an eye out for. So 
Um, you guys let me know what you guys think. Is there, if there's anybody that stand out stood out to you guys in the combine from the NBA draft that I missed, definitely put them down below. Just want to thank you guys for watching and listening. Uh, now make your second listen locked on NBA from the first jump ball to play in tournament to the last possession of the NBA Finals. Locked on experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Wizards and hit the notification bell. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.